Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Drivers Meeting Podcast. I'm not sure what this episode would be numbered. I don't know if I'll put a number to it. I think it was 73. We left off on 72, I think. I'm not sure, and I can't remember the date of the last episode. I don't have it in front of me, but um, it's back. It's back. Don't know how long. Might be just this episode. This episode's going to be uh, an interesting one, a lot of just me talking um, about life. Um. But to start, uh, well, usually I start the podcast saying, welcome to the Drivers Meeting Podcast presented by, you know, and I, I don't think we have a sponsor anymore. <laughs> it's been a while. So uh, presented by nobody uh, is the Drivers Meeting Podcast. But um, to start, um, if you don't know me, I'm RJ Starsvik. I, uh, you may know me from this podcast in the past when I hosted it with Tommy Joe Martins for about a good year and a half. Uh, that was a great period of my life for sure. You may know me from my Instagram page, NASCAR Report. Uh, you may know me from just seeing me on Twitter, seeing me at the racetrack, blah, blah, blah. Or you may know me from something else or know me from just clicking this podcast link if you saw it out there, me promoting it, um, if it makes it out there. Um, and if so, thank you for tuning in. Um, you know, I started this NASCAR journey when I would say – the Instagram journey, at least when I was 11. I was, I've been a fan since I was three or four or five years old. I got introduced to it, and I was just hooked. I uh, went to races as a kid in, in Chicago, and, you know, I, I watched it every week as much as I could. Um, once I got to around 11, 12 years old, is I believe when I started my Instagram page, because I was just a big fan of the sport and big fan of just posting things, making lists of results and stuff like that, typing. You know, at that time, I was so young, I didn't really know what the, the concept of like journalism and reporting was. I just wanted to make a page and have some fun with it and make some edits as well. So that's what I did. Um, and at that current time, um, I was playing a lot of baseball, and my plan was to continue playing baseball. Um, and that be my career. That was my dream. Um, and so, you know, I played high school ball once I got to, you know, around age 15, 16. Um, and, you know, didn't end up working out after my first few years. And I had grown, you know, my Instagram page to a good following and really had been kind of learning a little bit more about the journalism, you know, the concepts of journalism and reporting. Uh, throughout those years um, and gaining a few connections here and there to where I was like, you know what, maybe, you know, maybe if this baseball dream doesn't work out, maybe this is what, you know, I'm going to pursue. And so, you know, we fast forward a bunch of years later, uh, the pandemic happens. I'd already started to kind of gain some connections with some drivers through my page who just, you know, would say, hey, that's cool stuff, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't, I still wasn't really going, you know, in the garage area for races, wasn't able to really meet anybody. Uh, but virtually, uh, there was some support and some following as well. 
Um, and the COVID era is really where I think everything really just, just took off. Um, I mean, number one, cause you know, I was getting older and known, you know, still learning about how to run things. Um, and number two, when, when that era started, really all we had was the internet to communicate, right? So me that, you know, nor didn't have the money or didn't have the time or the freedom to go to a lot of races, uh, the, the pandemic era allowed me to be able to reach out to these drivers um, in the only way that anybody else could. I was on the same playing field, right? And so, you know, the big the big moment I really had is when I decided to get iRacing and say, hey, let's, let's let I want to do a big event. I want to bring everybody together. Uh, that's how I am. I do a lot of things where I just I just want to bring people together. I love that. Um, and so I'm like, let's do an event, bring people together. We're gonna call it the Daytona Charity Shootout. Um, so it's not super competitive. We're just racing at Daytona, having fun. And we're gonna, you know, raise some money, and and the winner, uh, you know, the winning charity gets all the proceeds, and that brought so many. I mean, we had a full field of real NASCAR drivers. We had and AJ McCarron was there, Tim Duggar. I mean, we had a full field of NASCAR drivers, and that to me, as because I was like fifteen, sixteen at the time, was just incredible for me to be able to, you know to put that on and have people i mean it was just a huge moment in my life a huge night that i'll never forget and in doing that just gained me so many connections with a lot of drivers and then over that time i started to get some interviews with drivers i believe my first ever interview uh one-on-one was josh Riome via instagram live i was doing instagram live videos for a while um and then i found i could do you know just zoom interviews i got introduced to zoom um and you know i i didn't i'd interviewed tommy joe martins a few times and we had just really gotten started talking about just everything uh everything in the sport and you know as the months went on i was like man at the time there wasn't too many racing podcasts now there's so many but at the time there wasn't a ton and i was like this could be something to really you know i was looking at ways to branch myself out and do more things and so i was like you know, let, let's do a podcast. And so I texted Tommy Joe, who I really thought was like the perfect person for this. And he was so down. Um, um, and that was just another amazing, uh, blessing in this journey was having Tommy Joe Martins as a podcast partner for a year and a half. I believe that we did this, uh, gained me so many connections, a lot of great episodes, a lot of great viewers. Um, for those who are listening right now that have watched this show forever, uh, you know, I appreciate you in the greatest because our, our, our views and our listens were were great um way over what i expected i didn't expect much and i don't think tommy joe really did either and so to have the following that we had for this for this show was awesome and i think the way that it just ran and it flowed was great the guests that that we were able to get i think was great as well that's what helped me connect with a lot of people too because i was the one you know reaching out to guests to see if they would come on and to be able to reach out to people like Kyle Petty, like AJ Allmendinger, um, you know, TV personnel like Alan Bestwick, uh, talk to guys that, you know, were kind of like my heroes, people I look up to growing up, then to interview them on my show. Um, it was just so surreal, some of the, the episodes that I was able to do. Um, and, and so, you know, that was that's just the beginning of my story uh, that I feel like. Um, we move on, you know, past the podcast uh, to the next year. Uh, I'd say the 2020, you know, my Instagram kept growing. Uh, we go to the 2022 season 
Um, and this is where, you know, things start to go up and down, uh, which is kind of why the big reason why I'm, I'm making this show right now here at one one twenty three in the morning Eastern time uh, here in Tampa, Florida is so I really thought I, I, I had my big break. Um, you know, I was I was making a lot of connections. I was doing a lot of work with my page um, and just things that I could do on Twitter, YouTube, um, things of my own nature. And, but I was still young, right? At this time, I'm still 17. Um, and so I knew that getting this early start, I had ways to go. Um, and so I get a, I get a DM uh, from Mamba Smith right around the beginning of the year um, saying, hey, like, notice your stuff on Instagram. You're doing a really good job. Let's, let's turn it into something. And, you know, from there... We were able to, to get some more connections through that. He connected me with some people. He connected me to, to Toby Christie, who, you know, I had already had, had talked to before. Um, you know, we had Toby Christie, uh, Davey Siegel, guys that, that I got connected with. Well, Davey Siegel I was connected with for a while because he was a big supporter of our podcast, which was awesome. I really enjoyed him having listening every week. Um, and he's become a great friend of mine. I love that guy. Um, but... But yeah, so so I got connected with all these people, kind of with TobyChris.com, Mamba Media, and you know they were they were like, we let's turn this into something. They bring me aboard. Um, I hadn't had too much experience with like writing, like writing articles um, for NASCAR, um, and so they wanted to get me seasoned on that. Also work on social media for another page, um, graphics, things of that nature, uh, tying my Instagram into what they were doing. Um, and so, you know, we got started and, uh, I got a lot of experience writing. I got to really cover ARCA for last year. Uh, Toby Christie and Joseph Srigley, uh, were two amazing helps of building my writing career and always being there for me during that time. Um, and so that was great to start on. Got a lot of experience just kind of writing articles formally, um, you know, throughout the year, I was I was running social media for a few pages. I got put on to work with the Cars Tour with uh, Carson and Keeley, uh, Peyton, Jack, all the great people at the Cars Tour um, to start making graphics to, to put on social media. Is when Mamba Media made the partnership with the Cars Tour, um, which I really think just I really think definitely helped the series because you know in today's world. Um, everything needs a social media presence, right? And I think the car store had kind of lacked like a big social media presence, a mainstream social media presence. So when they had the idea to throw me on board and kind of help them get more of a social media presence, like make it look more organized, uh, I was honored to be able to be chosen as that person um, and helping them kind of just get through the gear as far as graphics and trying to make them look as best and clean as possible. Um you know, to, to likely doing the same thing again this year. Uh, it was awesome. So doing that was great. Uh, I got thrown onto another show off the record while trying to manage doing this. Um, um, you know, did a lot of other graphic work as well. Interviews like podcasting, like I just mentioned, uh, throughout the whole year. Um, so it was a really, it was a really mentally, um, you know, challenging year for me. Um, you know, as far as all the different things I did, but I didn't want to say no to any requests, right? Um, because I want to get an experience in every different field that I can, because my goal is just to be in the industry, right? I like, obviously, I may have preferences over the other of what specifically I'm doing, whether I'm writing or, or at, you know, 
um, doing PR, social media, um, anything. Um, you know, I may have preferences of something over the other, but my, my dream is to be in the industry and I want my opens to, you know, I want my, my, I can't think of the word right now. It's late, but I, I just want everything to be open as far as what I'm able to do. Um, and so the tasks that were put upon me, I wanted to, you know, fulfill those obligations and make sure they could be done in the best way. So I think, I think last year was definitely a very, you know, we'll start with the positives first. Last year was, um, a great year as far as getting me seasoned and different stuff, doing a lot of work, doing a lot of graphics work, writing work, um, podcast work, um, a lot of sleepless nights trying to get guests for podcasts, making graphics, etc. Um, I think I got a lot of great work in that regard. Um, but the problem was is that I I grinded really hard because it's my dream, right? I don't want to give it up. I have such a passion for this sport, watching it week in, week out, writing about it. I couldn't give it up no matter what the circumstances were. And the circumstances were I wasn't getting anything for it. And, you know, before I go on with anything else, I'm not the only person in the boat. There's other people in this same boat. There's a lot of people in this same boat um, that have been over the last year that have put in a ton of work and haven't gotten back what they, number one, earned, but number two was told. And so... You know, before I even explain the second phase of my life that's going on right now, that's what already had put me in a dilemma because I love the people that I work with. I loved everything that I was doing, but it got to the point where, or well, I guess now it's gotten to the point because I still haven't stopped working, but it got to the point where it's like, Am I, what am I getting back from this? You know, right? Like I have these connections that I've built myself. I have my Instagram page that I've built myself. I've gotten a lot of help from, you know, Toby Christie, Joseph, um, you know, being connected with them was incredible. Um, and working with their site was incredible. Um, but what was I getting back from those who said I would get, you know, things from it? Um, and I wasn't. And so, you know, on the positive side, I'm young, right? Like I, I was young. I am young. I have a lot of time to figure things like these out. But on the flip side, it was just a really interesting time in my life because I just graduated high school. Last year was my high school graduation year. And it's, you know, that time of year where everything's flipping over and you're really starting to figure out what you're going to be doing for the next, for your future, not maybe just your future future, but at least the next few years, right? You're trying to find your footing with what you're going to do, what you're going to be. And I, you know, and, and I didn't have the financials for college, for things that I thought and I told I was going to have um, towards the end of this year. And it it hurt. It sucked because I felt like I was letting people down first off um, in my family um, because I had said things 
that I was going to have that I didn't have. And I had to explain them what was going on, but I didn't know what was going on. That was the thing. Um, and so I get in this spot, um, and, and I really just kind of grinded the rest of the season out, um, you know, and we get to the off season and I was at broke. I, I was broke. Like I had nothing. Uh, I knew that, you know, the off season was here. My NASCAR obligations were fulfilled and I put my head down and I applied for a day job at Chick-fil-A thinking nothing of it. Um, I applied for a day job at Chick-fil-A and I, you know, was like, Hey, I, you know, I, I didn't really, I don't even know if I really told anybody at first cause I did it so quickly and I had to, I applied for a job at Chick-fil-A, um, to work and, you know, fast forward three months through the off season to getting ready for the new NASCAR season to start. And I'm in leadership management at Chick-fil-A. And I, it's, it's still a whirlwind of the last three months. It's been incredible. I'm incredibly blessed to have the opportunities that I have had with the company. I don't know how it's all happened, but it's happened. And I just know that the, the fire that kind of built up throughout the year of the NASCAR season and knowing I had to get just get stuff to fulfill like to support myself and to support the people around me something had to be done with me getting that job and so I did and all of a sudden you know it's it's taken off and it's been incredible uh to be able to work with the Chick-fil-A Corporation, I got sent to Atlanta, the corporate headquarters, right before the week at Daytona. That was probably, you know, the, the craziest week of my life was was having those two jobs or having those two opportunities to go to the corporate headquarters and then go straight to Daytona, well, back home and then straight to Daytona to cover the Daytona 500 weekend. And so that was great. But so the dilemma that I'm in now, because over the off season, right, it was just I was just working Chick-fil-A, putting my head down, grinding with that. Obviously, I'm still, I was so much um, in debt that I am still not where I want to be, obviously. And I, well, I still need this income. I was just at a point where I don't know what to do. Um, and that's why I was thinking long and hard about it tonight. Um, and it just kind of left me here. And I was like, well, let's just talk about it, you know. So the NASCAR season's obviously it's been in session for we're approaching week four. We're going to Phoenix Raceway. Um, you know, I had Daytona 500 weekend. I was able to, you know, watch both of the races the next week at Auto Club because um, this was the big question, right? Like, would I be able to balance these two things? Um, but, you know, unfortunately, it's at a point where I have to choose the one that's going to financially get me through life right now. Um, and, you know, I, I, my big dilemma is I love everybody that I've been working with, that I'm working with right now, which is mainly tobychristie.com. Like, we've had a lot of changes from last year um, because last year did not go the way it wanted. It should have 
for a lot of people, including myself. And so there have been changes to start this year. Um, so we're not in that same trap again. But it, um, you know, I love working for Toby now, especially exclusively for Toby now. Um, you know, for, for Joseph, um, all my coworkers. But, you know, with this job that I have to have at Chick fil A, it's like I can't, you know, I'm working so much during the week that I don't want to feel like I'm holding anybody back, that I'm just there um, with the site and feeling like I still have like these obligations and having to be there, um, you know, when I when I just can't and I hate getting out of work and, and seeing like, you know, stories that I could have that I could have been on if I was just freed up at the moment. Um, and I hate it. And so I don't know, that's just that is just the 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 current dilemma. Um, if it's just where I, I have to, you know, I, I still want to have my personalized things and run those like my Instagram or, or this show if I still do this show. But you know, this is um, definitely not where I thought I would be a year ago um, today or a year, a year before this today um, with the things that were told to me and I was promised and all the coaching and, and motivation um, about how I was how was their guy, um, the guy or his guy. Um, and to be kind of left in this clueless situation where I really don't know where my future in the sport lies. Um, you know, I'm going to keep grinding at it. I'm young. I'm still 18. Like I think I got a, um, a great, all the opportunities in the world to make something happen and make a career in this sport. Um, but unfortunately what I've learned is that, you know, especially talking to other people too, is that nothing's promised in this, um, in life, but especially in this industry. Um, and I guess you have to, uh, be careful, uh, with who you trust. So, um, you know, this, this year is going to be an interesting one seeing how, you know, I can, I can still move about life, um, with no matter what I'm doing. Um, but you know, it just, uh, it definitely does suck that it's come to this point for sure. Cause so many people are like, Oh my God, like if they're not, if this person is not, you know, giving you the benefits that you've been told or agreed to, or, you know, or you deserve, like, why are you still doing it? And it's just like, I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just had such such a passion for the sport, and I don't want to feel like there were certain people that took advantage of that, um, took advantage of, of myself, of uh, my other coworkers for having such a passion for the sport and what they do, taking advantage of it, thinking they could just use it uh, for their own advantage and, you know, one thing, not give credit back to somebody, but not give... Um, you know, the, the, the financial aid that they were owed. So, um, you know, I, I don't want to feel like I'm coming on this show to like air a bunch of stuff out to make everybody 
feel bad or questions or have questions i mean i just this is my show that i've you know that i've and myself and and tommy joe had built up over the last two years and i feel like this show was going really well uh, until it was taken from me so um i'm glad that you know i can have the openness to have it back now um you know will i have the time i don't know i don't know what my schedule is going to look like uh, in the next few me- weeks much more so months um but you know i feel like there was a lot of things taken from me or, or tried to be taken from me um that i built up personally um that thankfully i'd kind of realized at that time you know these i don't think these guys are here to um give me what they said they were going to or are here to support me in the ways that i thought they were going to um so um and obviously to clear up the air it's not the uh, the people at tobychristie.com um at all um they have been great they're more so the people that i'm talking about that are in the same boat as myself so um i know in life it's not you know sometimes it's good to stay quiet about things sometimes it's not but i think just a year of um just the the mental things that i've had to just kind of weigh in my brain and and go through that i needed a uh at least a 25 30 minute period to to come on my my show um here (laughs) um the driver's meeting to uh talk about it all um and let people know maybe that i feel like i've i've let down over this last year last few months really um you know, people that have either maybe reached out to me or just the people that I've been working with that I, I don't feel like I've been able to put my best foot forward into um, into the NASCAR world right now just because I have had to work in my other job to actually sustain a, you know, financial stability um, in life or else, you know, to just to hold on to the chance that I will hopefully get something real in the nascar industry at some point um so you know for those of you that have listened or have seen my work um and seen my my time on on instagram or even seen me at the racetrack like going to daytona i met so many people that would just come up to me and and say hey like i've seen your instagram page or i've i've heard you on on this that you know things like that um you know and that that means so so much to me like more than you can imagine um it's just surreal things like that so um i want to i want to get more hopefully hopefully whatever decision i make here soon i just i want it to to free myself up more while i continue to just work on gaining um the financial stability that i lost last year unfortunately um you know and and uh thankfully i do have time to to get back into the into the into the mix here in nascar and motorsports uh for sure so um thanks to everybody definitely for listening always supporting uh because i know the people that you know are listening to this show uh have listened to it for a while and so i know we have a lot of loyal we had a lot of loyal supporters on this show um and i'm very appreciative of them um hopefully i will record more episodes in the future obviously hopefully more so about you know nascar and what's been happening in the sport lately um but definitely going to conclude off this episode um with this um and kind of just leave this as the base of the show um so 
hopefully um, I want to do some more interactive stuff on the Instagram page um, because, you know, at, at times during the year, that was really the only thing that kept me going um, was having that page and knowing that, you know, my actions on that page, what I'd post, you know, interactions with people could, um, you know, not only just change their day, but, um, you know, a lot of people recognize the page as their source of information um and just the support the 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 comments whether it's just one per post or even one per per week that i'll just see um you know um supporting the page saying that it's it's doing a good job and or even even criticisms um i always appreciate or people that you know correct something i spell wrong in the caption i appreciate those because uh they need to be fixed so um I always appreciate all the interactiveness, good or bad, on the page, um, that there's enough people that actually care um, about what I post, whether it's just caring for the page in general, caring for the news, or, you know, caring for things that I do personally. Um, um, But I definitely, I want to get more active on there. I want to interact with you guys some more, whether it's just in DMs or comment sections. Um, I try to do my best when I get the time, and and hopefully I I do get the time soon. So, yeah. Thank you all so much uh, for those who have listened to this entire 29, 30-minute ramble. Um, uh, definitely apologies uh, for it, but, um, you know, I just, I, uh, you know, sometimes when you get impulsive decisions in your mind, you, I tend to make them um, so I don't regret not maybe filming this episode later. So whether this goes out to the public or stays to myself for a little bit, we'll see. Um but uh, again, thank you all for tuning in, and hopefully, hopefully things go up from here uh, for sure. Uh, not gonna stop grinding it out. Chick Fil A is going well. Um, I love everything I do for the page, everything I do for TobyChristie.com. Uh, every person that I'm working with with the Cars Tour, um, you know. But unfortunately, there's just um, you know a few people that have brought that down for sure. Um, uh, so I don't want to lose the drive to do this at all. Um, so that's why I'm going to keep on trucking. Um, but we'll see in, in which manner I do it and which what schedule I'll have for, for the NASCAR world in the future. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in for this episode of the Drivers Meeting, I believe, episode 72 or 73. Um, and hopefully 73 or 74 will, uh, will be coming soon. Phoenix this weekend, um, at least when I'm recording this. Phoenix is this weekend. Uh, you got Atlanta coming up. A lot of great tracks. The season's going to be great. Um, and I can't wait to watch the races that uh, I'm able to watch. So, sounds good. Everybody take care. And this has been another episode of the Drivers Meeting. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.